0: The current spoiler warning level is Crimson.
1: Friends and folks, for this episode, you're looking at a spoiler warning level of Crimson. We're talking about a machine from some Gundam Unicorn spin-off, like Beyond the Rainbow or whatever the hell. I don't fucking... But the important thing is we're talking about stuff from Unicorn and some plot details about it. So please have, have seen Unicorn or, you know or don't care. You're allowed to not care. That's valid. And then do the same for Gundam Build Fighters Try, because we talk about some stuff from that. And also the like context around them in a story sense. So Build Fighters Try, Gundam Unicorn. If you haven't seen those and you want to stay unspoiled on them, this is not the episode for you. Otherwise, please enjoy the episode. friends and folks and welcome back to another episode of mechanista ng i personally don't mind that starfield doesn't actually have mechs because they would have been bad i'm six detmar god
0: could you imagine bethesda trying to do like mecha hi i'm dylan
1: i mean they kind of did with with i guess uh, fallout 4 4. yeah yeah Yeah.
0: and that's that's not great
1: so (laughs) and non-playable they were in three as well you know yeah. there were enemy ones. Well, I guess there was the big friendly one. I don't remember if they were enemy mecha.
0: Yeah, but you know what I mean. Like,
1: yeah, for sure. I just
0: I mean, imagine trying to finagle, like, the, the, the Bethesda systems to do that.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh uh, yeah. Uh, robots.
1: Necromancy may be illegal in Cyrodo, but...
0: Well, I mean... But they'll also make it so only bad guys are necromancers.
1: Well, that's the thing, is a few will uh, openly admit to practicing that after that may skill as bandit. Yeah, well... That's one of the generic lines of dialogue you will get from almost every NPC in the game if you hit rumors in Oblivion.
0: Yep. Yep. Um, which, I mean, like, you know, Monte Marco's a bad deal, but, like, come on. There could be good uses for necromancy. I haven't thought of any yet, but there could be.
1: I mean, this is not as bad, but this is kind of the same energy of someone being like. I mean, genocide isn't always bad. It's
0: like, wow. I wait, mean, I guess. Don't I, say consume, I said that.
1: <laughs> you you didn't, but it's the same kind of like. Okay, yeah, I guess if there was an entire species of people whose only concern was murder, but that's not true. We live in the real world. That's bad, and so is necromancy.
0: Yeah, I... look, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Um, alright, well, well. So I guess also
1: from another perspective, like, people are so fucking precious about dead bodies. Mm-hmm. The per- The part that is the person is gone. Who fucking cares? You've got a pile of deli ham left over. I don't give a shit. Do whatever the fuck you want with my body when I'm dead.
0: Um... <laughs> I mean... A fair
1: response?
0: Well, you know, on one hand, it's, it's unorthodox to say that for most people, but on the other hand, I... I guess like I'm the same way though. I've also been like the same thing. I'm like I'm, I'm like well, when I'm dead, like my body doesn't matter anymore, right? So
1: right, whatever. right.
0: Ch- chuck it in the ocean or whatever if you want. I mean, don't do that. Well, I don't know. Actually, eh. I mean, dead bodies being in the ocean is actually like a natural part of the ecosystem. That's what like whale falls are, and you end up having mm-hmm. whole whole biomes made from like hey, a, a whale died and its body fell, and now a bunch of worms live here, and they, like, this is like the one thing they do.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess, I guess, like, my guidance would be, like, do whatever's cheapest unless you have a cool idea. If you have a cool idea, go for it. Otherwise, just don't waste money on this shit.
0: We spent two minutes talking about dead bodies instead of robots!
1: <laughs> What's the difference? da 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 da
0: Yeah, alright.
1: Okay, let's roll a listener request, shall we? Yeah,
0: have you found your uh, die? I have. Woo!
1: So we'll start off. Alright, first half.
0: First half.
1: Well, I slipped into a little Owen Wilson there.
0: Wow, first half. Wow.
1: Uh, okay. What'd you get? loud sounds of me putting away the dice box um (laughs) this is a listener request from the uh another gundam podcast on twitter their their account giant shooty robots they have requested the msn zero zero one x
0: msn zero zero one x okay so msn is mobile suit new type right uh so Mm -hmm. it's gotta be something for like a new type i think um now uh, so this is where things get weird right because i I, mm-hmm. I think if i'm remembering right you have like two distinct branches of uh msn's um but i'm just trying to remember because it's like uh, you you have the msn's that are because mm, y- like like the zlong is msn02 right I know that uh-huh. one. That's like one I memorized. So, but you said 001X, zero, zero, not zero, mm-hmm. 01. Because if mm-hmm. it was zero, 01, that would be like the. Uh, what is it? Is the bishop at 01 or is it the Psychomi zaku? I don't remember. Um, I, I will admit, I don't remember that. I know it's one, it's one of the, the, the weird psychomy using zakus. Uh, either the high mobility type or the. It's bishop. the high mobility type. Okay. Um, but. You have three numbers there, which means it's not one of the Xeon ones. Uh I know that This is much. funny
1: for me because I would have known the answer, actually. This is a rare instance where I would have gotten it from the model number. Um I mean, okay, you know what? That's sort of not true. I did the zero zero one X. Um I wouldn't have gotten that. I would have gotten zero zero one though, which is a suit we will talk about today.
0: Okay. Um
1: I, th- I think. That's oh, wait t- a minute.
0: Yeah, anyway. Uh, 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 this is going to be Mobile Suit Nagano, uh, <laughs> uh, if it's got three numbers, right? Like, cause that's like Zeta era. So, uh, would it be? Oh, uh, we
1: did talk about the original already. <laughs>
0: um, oh, okay. So the, so the MSN 001 then, that you would have known, is that the Delta? Because,
1: that is the delta
0: right because then you have msn 00100 which is the Yakushiki
1: which is why i would have known it as i know the Yakushiki's model yes, number. yes i, I always like,
0: forget okay. i see i always lean towards when i hear msn like the 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 you know the zeon ones like so like you know the zeon uh the saikomizaku the uh yagdoga etc but um mm-hmm. but yeah it's like wait a minute right also msn can be mobile suit and Nagano, presumably, because you know the the uh, the Hiakushiki is based on a Nagano design, um, and all that. Indeed. So, uh, if it's not the Delta Gundam, <sighs> X is not the well, Delta. It's, the- it's not the Delta Plus because it's not X and Delta Plus. Is this the Delta Kai?
1: This is the Delta Kai, and to, to just set this up up front, we have covered the Delta Gundam, the Hyakushiki, and the Delta Ants. Those are the only MSN-001 tree that we have covered. So we have a lot to talk about today.
0: Yeah, alright, well, let's do it. Okay, so, oh right, because we did that a long time ago, so this was both- A very long time yeah, ago. Yeah, this was when we weren't quite as thorough on, like, these. Um, Henry David. Yeah, so we've talked about the Delta Gundam, but we haven't talked about a bunch of the related units. All
1: right. So where do you want to go? All right. There's a lot of there's a lot of ways we could take this.
0: Well, I mean, I did we talk about the Delta Plus? I'm I already spaced on whether we did or not. No. I feel like the Delta Plus would be the place to start because it's like the okay. Delta Kai is like a fancier Delta Plus. All right, so, makes sense. Um. Uh. Oh, and I guess also, okay, I'm going to mention one dumb thing, because I just noticed it on the wiki, something I've never seen before. There's a Delta Gundam 2, and it's just the Delta Gundam, but it's red instead of gold. Yeah, Uh, yeah. We didn't talk about Um, that at the time, but also, that that would require talking about the Delta Gundam again, and if we've already talked about it, eh. Anyway. I guess
1: they already gave it its own model number, so I'll put it down, but it is out of slight protest.
0: Oh, that's stupid. That they named it just 001-2? Because it's just, mm-hmm. and it's just a uh, red version. Yeah.
1: It's just a red version.
0: All right. So, uh, yeah, then today we're going to start with the Delta Plus. Uh, the Delta
1: Plus. Wow, excited.
0: Yeah. I, uh, to be fair, this is kind of how I feel about it. I, The Delta Plus is fine. Um, all right. Wow. It's fine. Wow. It's fine. It's fine. I think the Delta Kai is way cooler, though. So it is appropriate that I yawn during the Delta. Uh, the Delta Plus. Uh, what I... see, normally I want to shorten the name, but this is a design family where you cannot <laughs> at all because there are so many deltas. Um, yeah, the Delta Plus is a mobile suit from Gundam Unicorn. Um, and it is piloted by Ridi Marcinus. Uh, it is
1: or Pico Altadore. Who?
0: fuck is that? pico
1: altidore
0: all right from across the sky and last sun okay yep that, that's a lady she's pilot does she have a titan's emblem hold on no no no
1: that's not titan but well mm,
0: okay yeah it's not titans to be fair though the the eagle head is like was reminiscent of the titan's emblem a little bit But it's me. like
1: holding like a it's holding a an arrow sprig- Is that an error? Well, it connects to the body. Oh, wait, yeah. It's weird looking. I don't know what the fuck it's supposed to be. Anyway, I assume it is, like, you know, some sort of, like, Londo Bell type, like, the secondary slightly less fascist but still extremely fascist group they made after the Titans.
0: Yeah. Well, alright. Anyway, the Delta Plus is, uh, from, yeah, from Gundam Unicorn. It is a transformable mobile suit, uh, it is based on Im- the idea of... Improving. Oh, you know what?
1: That's probably okay. the emblem of Raven Squadron. Oh. Looking at it.
0: Okay. Um, so. so, yeah. The Delta Plus, though, is basically making the Delta able to be a transformable. Uh, where the Hiakushiki was in the direction of, hey, the Delta's a failed transformation. Uh, we have to... we Let's get rid of the transformation and still make it, like, good. The Delta Plus is the other way of, Let's make it have the transformation. Let's just try to make it work. And seemingly it does. Um, you know, it is a machine uh, uh, capable of operating in space and in the atmosphere. It can transform into a wave rider mode. It can enter the atmosphere unassisted. Uh, it's, you know, it's a... It, it does what it's supposed to. Uh, to describe the design, um, what we have here is a design that is... Uh, mostly so there are three colors on this design uh most of the body in the armor is like this kind of like uh like gray with a little bit of blue in it like uh i don't know if i would say slate gray i'm trying to think of how i would describe it but it's like it's it's gray blue right it's a very Mm -hmm. very very like tinge of blue in this gray Uh, You have dark blue uh, armor on, like, the chest, the top of the waist, and the feet. And then the rest of it is just, like, your gray joints. And then also a little bit of white detail on some parts. I'll mention that as we go. Anyway, just getting the colors ahead of time. But for the head design, what we have here is a pretty cool head. Uh, It is a head that has... um, So you have, like, a... You don't really have a distinct forehead gem, right? Like, you do... But it's not, like, different colors or anything. So you've got, like, mm-hmm. a forehead gem that is, that has, a, like, kind of a Hiyakushiki Kai-esque crest going on, right? Like, it's got, mm-hmm. like, the two little horns going upwards that are attached to that. Um, it does have head Vulcans, has a small head camera on the forehead. uh, Or on the uh, Mohawk, I should say. Uh, that itself actually has like two horns extending around that as well uh, like very small they're not like big horns but it does have like little you know horns jutting out. Uh, on the sides of the head you have the head vulcans as well as vents below the head vulcans. Um, for the face uh, you have a relatively detailless face kind of like again Hiyakushiki style though it does have like a more squared chin guard on the uh, going along the bottom. Uh, mm-hmm. for, and then for the eyes, what you have here are two eyes. So it's a really cool design to me. I really like this element. Uh, it has two eyes uh, that are visible, but it has like glass, red glass over the eyes. It's not quite like a standard visor type, you know, because like the it, it is still separated, right? Like between the mask and everything but
1: it's separated in front like there is a divider in front but yeah. behind it it is a single screen it does the scattering eyes when turning on
0: yeah but also then you have the two red eyes glowing like when you see mm-hmm. like close-ups and stuff I, I i do think uh for all that uh i think this is not like the gr- this is not a unit that gets the greatest showing i do think the head looks pretty cool is the thing
1: i mean how can anything you give to Rudy Marsness be that cool
0: I mean, I mean. Admittedly, that's probably why I have a little bit of malaise about this. Uh, as much as I can, I th- sometimes ignore that with the pilot. Uh, this is like one of those ones where I'm like, mm.
1: I also think the color blocking is pretty weak.
0: Yeah, it would be nice if it was better. Um, but yeah, moving on. Uh, then we've got a so. Neck connects into the torso. You have this uh, collar piece uh, that is, like, very interesting just because of its, its, like, shape, I think. It's just very flat around it. Like, you know, so you have, like, a collar going around the neck. Um, You've got the upper torso, which is mostly blue. The middle of it juts out a bit. Uh, The sides, you know, are depressed, and it's pretty much your standard shapes going on, like, Uh, Gundam-wise. No chest vents, though. Uh, does have a little bit of white armor on the outside of the torso on either side. Uh, then you have- On these,
1: like, like, shoulder braces or something.
0: Yeah, and then you've got, like, uh, a lot of, uh, gray, like, going on with the lower torso, and with, like, part of the hatch in the middle, and then you also have a, uh, another slate gray, uh, kind of cockpit hatch in the middle. Um- but yeah, nothing too exciting going on with the torso here. Uh, the shoulders, these are pretty alright. You've got uh, shoulders where you have like a distinct front and back armor that would be like... That are almost triangles, but then at, at the top, at the end, you have like this little horn that juts upward. Um, You've got... Uh, In between, like, the two plates of shoulder armor, like, on the front and back, uh, coming out of the top, you have a big thruster uh, that is just, you know, popped out to the side.
1: Uh, I mean, I feel like it's big relative to the, like, very small elements. Like, there's a lot of small elements making up this design. The thrusters aren't that huge, though.
0: They're not huge, yeah. But, uh, they are a little... they, They do jut out a bit, though.
1: Sure. They look like the, um... You know, sometimes you have on, like, the roofs of, like, big buildings, you have those, like, like, bent tubes that are, like, intake-outtake for ACs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could see that. It's, like, one of those.
0: Um, and then you have, a uh, some armor that covers the bicep all the way down to the joint that is also sticking out of this area. Um, for the bicep itself, uh, you've got a block for the upper arm and then you've got the upper bicep you can actually it's actually really interesting because of the way the shoulders are designed you can actually see the upper arm pretty clearly still um mm-hmm. which is just something that you, we don't really get to see all that often in mobile suits like especially when we're using the art as reference um the bicep has as this neat shape uh it it has this very architectural shape because like you, you know what i mean like it's got this like uh curve going down from like the top of the bicep where that connects into the upper arm block uh it like curves outward and like towards the viewer when you're looking at it from the front uh yeah it
1: has a has a mix of like curves and and like the like the most of the i guess a lot of this design is like a working curves and sharp angles together in interesting ways
0: Mm -hmm. a little bit of reinforcement on the back of the bicep as well you can see that the armor is a little thicker there uh, simple joint, just like a gray joint that is like, you know, your standard double joint. Um, for the forearms, uh, you've got, uh, interesting forearm design mostly because you have like, the, so looking at it from the front, uh, most of the armor is just kind of flat and squared, but on the sides of e- of the forearm, you get like this nice raised detail with like the, uh, the armor. And you also get, like, in that, in that like, raised armor on the sides, you also get, like, a little gap that shows some inner frame, which is kind of cool, just on the sides. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for the elbows, let me actually look at the rear art so I can see these. Uh, I can't remember. Nothing too special on the elbows, though. You just kind of have, like, a little square, uh, you know, bit on the back. Uh, it does have a hole in it. I believe this is where the shield connects into. Um,
1: sure. Makes sense.
0: And then moving on to the, and then the hands are hands. Uh, for the waist, you've got a central crotch piece. Uh, nothing too special on it. Like, it, you know, it has like a separate area on the top. But it doesn't have like the Federation V or anything, like put out onto it or anything. Uh, it just has like this separate raised area. Um, you get two extremely small front skirts, just like these little uh, triangular piece, though they have like a little like cut in the middle of them uh so they're not actually three-sided but you know these little the these little like uh i I would describe them as little tortilla chips of uh of a of a front skirt um does have a little bit of blue armor behind the front skirts also that's like at the base of the waist there uh like the dark blue um these side skirts are in comparison quite large uh and you got like Part of the side skirts actually wrap around to being, you know, protecting, like, the upper part of the leg there, and then also you have this large, uh, thruster, like, you have a thruster that is inset into the side skirt, and then it, it itself, uh, along the bottom of the thruster, you have this part that sticks out really far, like, for directing the airflow, or the thrust flow, um, that ends in a point, so you've got these like long, pointy side skirts uh, that go down to, like, the bottom of... Nearly to the bottom of the uh, uh, the thighs. Um, so, those are cool. And then uh, for the rear skirt... Uh, the rear skirt is kind of your standard... You know, you have the two-sided plate. It has thrusters along the bottom of it. Uh, going with this designs, like, sensibilities. You have some, like, panel lines, and you do get, like, these cuts in the armor. Um... That's the main thing with this guy. This guy has, like, a lot of, like, weird... You mentioned it before. There's a lot of weird interplay of, like, angles and, uh, like, like, dips in the armor and stuff that look really Mm -hmm. cool. Um, for the upper thigh, uh, pretty standard upper thigh shape here. It's very Hyakushiki-shaped for obvious reasons. Uh, does have, like, a little, like, intake on the inner thigh and possibly on the outer thigh. Let me see if on the rear if I can see that, uh... Yes. Uh, so on the in and out, you have this little like cut in the armor at the bottom of the uh, thigh, where it starts to like dip inward before you have a, before it connects to the joint. Uh, you do have a white tube going up from the uh, back of the upper thigh uh, into the uh, back of the uh, calf. Um, the joints are pretty normal joints. Uh, you've got a tall knee uh, that also has like a little white detail on the top. You have this white piece. It's actually probably one of the pieces that sticks out most to me. Uh, I I like the knees on this guy. I don't know why. It's just I I just think it's cool the way that it has like that like white piece. I like the multicolored. Yeah,
1: colors. it's a good it's a good way to break up the colors.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, the rest of the leg is a very hiyakushiki esque. You have got you know the calves where the outer calf has a bit more thrusters stay on the outside, and you have one on the inside, and you've got like that armor that is like the two like spikes going down that have, like, a connector in the middle and lots of exposed mechanical detail, like the main piston of the leg. These are basically Hyakushiki legs. Pretty close to them. Um, Mm -hmm. And then on the back of the leg, you've got... uh, Kind of... It's one of the things I find, like, a weird shape here because, like... So you've got another, like, bit of those spiked armors, right? That have the uh, little thing in the middle. But then you also have, like, a thruster... uh, Like, a, a, a big... Spike that is under that, like that starts at the upper uh part of the calf and like you know points down all the way below, uh and it's located behind that bar though, like the the barred spike, uh which feels really weird to me. I don't know why, because like well I do know it's why. It's because... because it moves, right? We know it right. moves,
1: right? And in the wave rider mode mode, they're both on opposite sides of the leg.
0: Yeah, so it's it's a weird, it's just a weird thing because you would feel like in but by by default you would feel like that spike would be on the outside of that though right because then you would be able to have it move a bit more for like angling the thrust but here when it's in mobile suit mode it can't really move very much it's just it's really strange it's it's one of those things that feels weird on this design to me
1: i mean i think listeners you know by now that this is this is a Hajime Kotoki design, and you know that I have- I like a lot of Hajime Kotoki's work, and I have respect for him, right? hmm Um, but c- th- comparing this to the Delta Gundam, or the Hyakushiki, whichever you prefer, feels like comparing Ocarina of Time to one of the, like, fucking fan, like, UE4 remakes, where you're like, guys. Oh. I don't know, that you needed to just, like, add- Gratuitous details every space you saw that wasn't used up.
0: Yeah, um, which is funny because a lot of people find the gold on the other designs to be overwhelming, but this thing does have a lot going on. Um,
1: it's just like random like bumps and grooves and notches and stuff, and it's just like, okay, did you like and like that would be fine. Like I don't hate that, but like you neglected the basics. The color blocking's bad.
0: Speaking of, of weird parts that have a lot of, like, weird, complicated, like, going ins and outs, uh, the ankle armor on this guy is also like <laughs> that, right?
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: it's, cause, you know, it's got, it's got a dipped part on the top that then itself has, like, a little, like, square cut out of it on the top. You know, you've got a little bit protecting the front then, and then, uh, some, it pops out on the sides. Again, this, this would normally be, like, multiple pieces, but it's all one piece here. Um, then you get really kind of long feet, which makes sense for, like, a Zeta type. You get these long feet, uh, you've got that gray armor on top, you've got most of the foot, though, is blue on the toe, and then for the separate heel, just, you know, blue armor, um, with some shapes going on. Um, for the backpack,
1: uh, it doesn't really
0: have a backpack, I guess. I should have just said the back of the torso has the large, uh, you know, part covering the back of the head, like you've got this blue armor that goes up and like, you know, you can see it from the front. Uh Mm -hmm. the actual quote unquote backpack is you have two backbinders that are just like Hiyakushihi style backbinders that uh uh have little winglets that stick out of the bottom of them and those are also able to move. Um
1: Yeah. But yeah, all of its thrusters are on the lower half, which is a Stupid choice, I'm going to say.
0: Well, you got the shoulder thrusters, too.
1: I guess that's true. But, like, it doesn't have any thrusters on its back. And no. I don't, like... I, 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 It's, like, a deliberate stylistic choice. Um, And, you know, I think it's worthwhile to, to do this for a design or something. I'm just, like... I'm not yelling at Kotoki on this one. I'm yelling at Anaheim. Like, why, why, though?
0: Yeah. Well, the thing is, right? Like, it's funny. Because it doesn't really have thrusters. But then look at the Delta, right? It uses the same backpack style but it has, like, two thrusters implemented into that
1: mm-hmm. on the bottom, mm-hmm. so
0: it still feels like a real backpack, whereas it doesn't here, right? It's it's yeah. weird. Um, yeah, so the Delta Gundam. Um, uh, armaments, and I'll start with the anime version, because this is where you get a really huge difference. Uh, oh, and I guess actually, uh, let me describe the Wave Rider, you know. It does a Zeta-style fold-up uh, in a lot of ways, uh, which makes sense because the Yakushiki and the Zeta kind of have, like, a similar fold-up. Uh, overall, like, you know, the torso pops up, uh, like, you know, the two halves of the, uh, like, torso, they go up, the other half of the torso goes down, uh, the shield is attached on the underside in order to make, like, the nose cone, you know, the, the backpack wings fold out to the sides, uh, the legs tuck up and do the thing where they, like, bend the knee, like, bend in a weird way forward and you've got like the angled legs and then everything is just kind of folded back Mm
1: -hmm. and when
0: you fold the leg mechanism those like spike parts that were originally on the front of the uh little leg armor there have now like because they pop up for a moment they pop up and then back uh to make them so they're on top um it's you know it's 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 not really an exciting wave rider in my opinion it's you know it's a very standard Um, You
1: definitely have the classic, like, ah, and there are the legs, but, you know.
0: Um, You know, you do get neat wings out of the binders, I will say that. Like, you actually get, like, Mm -hmm. proper wings because of the way the binders are designed, but... And I do like that the binders actually have uh, two sub-wings. You can't really see them in the mobile suit mode because, obviously, they're not popped up. But you can see, like, uh, it has the two wings that also fold out at the top, which is kind of cool. That's kind of cool. Honestly, I would probably put them out of mobile suit mode. I think it would look a little more interesting. Um but yeah, uh, so in the uh, anime, uh, um, we already talked about the Falcons. It uses a beam rifle that is uh, the same one used by the Rizel. However, it has an out uh, higher output mode. That um, it, the this is the main difference. It has a blue beam when it's using like the high output mode. Like rather, like like the Delta gets to have blue beams as opposed to the Rizel's standard pink is the main thing. Sure. Um, So even though this does say it's like the same rifle as the result, it does use a, uh, it does have like a different color to the beam rifle, so there's clearly some kind of small difference at least. Uh, And it's the kind of beam rifle that can also emit a beam saber. Uh, For the shield, the shield has a sensor built into the tip, as well as a fixed beam cannon, uh, which fires beams generally in a three-round burst. Uh, It has uh, two-barrel grenade launchers, uh, which, those are very visible. You can see the grenades sticking out of either side. Uh, mm-hmm. the grenades could be different types of grenades, whether they are, you know, ex- high explosive or theoretically, like, smoke and stuff. Um, and then, uh, also has a pair of beam sabers s- stored on the front of the shield, uh, behind the grenade launchers. Um, and, uh, yeah, the, um... The beam sabers are blue beam sabers. Is the only thing special about them, I guess. You know, apparently they can yeah. also function as guns in the wave rider mode. Okay. Uh, so yeah, uh, which makes sense. That's also a common thing. Uh, and then uh, I find it funny they they do they do put the beam magnum here. What happens with the beam magnum though is it grabs it, fires it, and it breaks the arm. Uh, yep. Uh, pretty cool scene though. I do like that it breaks the arm. Uh, I I think that's mm-hmm. actually really neat. Um, Well, because that's the thing, right? The Hyakushiki, the whole thing with it is supposedly, because of the transformation, it had, like, kind of rickety uh, construction details. And to be fair, the beam magnum is supposed to have, like, a big kickback to it. Um, yeah,
1: I mean, this is the, the silver bullet suppressor, yeah. right? With its supply of backup arms, because every time it fires, it breaks an arm.
0: Yeah, which is... A cool mechanical thing, but God, what a dumb thing. Anyway, um, yeah, uh, also in unicorn fashion, because this is a thing that happens a lot in unicorn fashion, uh, the Waverider is also designed in such a way that you can have it be used as a sub-flight system for another mobile suit. Like, the back is really flat in such a way that a mobile suit could grab onto it.
1: I mean that happens a fair bit in Zeta. I feel like that's a proud yeah, tradition. Yeah, that's
0: true. That's true. It's it just Unicorn went back in on it in a way that like, you know, Double Zeta and like obviously CCA and stuff do not. Um
1: Sure. Sure. Just
0: something I think about cuz I'm all I'm used to always seeing like a lot of mobile suits riding on Rezels or on the Delta here. Um or the Delta Plus. Um <clears throat> But yeah, uh so it does mention it adopted a unique layout that concentrates all the thrusters on the lower body and no thrusters on its back. Um, its legs, which functioned as the main thrusters in Wave Rider mode, were only equipped with minimal armor uh, for mobility over durability. Um, the, the head sensor is an updated version of the IDE, the Image Directive Encode system used by the Hyakushiki, with scan lines appearing underneath when turning between modes. And then it has you a can pair just of. You write mice. anything. Yeah, I was gonna say like, uh, never really. It means that. nothing. Yeah, that doesn't yeah. mean anything. But hey, they they gave it a name. Um. So. Uh. Yeah, this is used by Riddy. Uh. Starting in episode three, and then in episode four, after it fires the beam Magnum, it gets junked. Uh. It does. It mainly. It joins the one battle in episode three uh, at the little colony. Uh, fights a couple mobile suits enters the atmosphere while carrying, um, uh, Maneva. Uh, then, uh, yeah, well while, while Loni is attacking, uh, you know, he, uh, he, he steals the beam, Magnum fires it, it breaks the arm, and then they get attacked by the Banshee, uh, and, uh, it, it doesn't go good for it. The it doesn't, it doesn't get, like, blown up or anything, but... What happens is he does escape uh, then uh, tries to do a sneaky sneak thing because they all get picked up by um... so he tried to escape, fails that uh, then uh, gets picked up by what is it? Not is it the Garuda? Yeah. Yeah. They all get picked up by the Garuda and like stuff and then he tries to be a sneaky person and is just like I hate Gundams, I hate Gundams and he goes to try to snipe Banagher, which is like the most outright Riddy just being evil. Like, oh, the evil the evil Banshee that interrupted your battle in the unicorn and he's just like, oh, the Banshee's grabbed the unicorn, it's time to shoot Banagher in the cockpit. And while he's aiming, uh the Banshee notices it and because the Delta Plus looks like a Gundam and because this is what Maneva's like programming is doing to her, she's just like, Oh, you're uh, a Gundam. Marida. Not Maneva. Uh, not Maneva, Marita. Um sorry. Uh Marita. Uh, notices him while she's piloting the Banshee and goes, hey, you're a Gundam and oh. then runs up and he's like uh, shit. <laughs> and then uh, she uses the uh, vibration claw and just fucking d- like does a downward sl- swipe that fucks this thing up. Uh, I love that shot actually in the show of like the claw running down really fast and then you just see the mobile suit like completely like torn up. Uh, mm-hmm. like it- it's just a cool shot. Uh, the, the, the it's like the one time the Banshee gets to use its claw in a really cool way, and it's just like damn, okay, that was a pretty cool shot um doesn't, uh, unfortunately doesn't, for, uh, the viewer does not kill Riddhi um, by doing this, just does a downward slash, she does start, uh if I remember right, she does just start breaking it though, like, she starts, like, stomping on the leg until, like, the leg snaps in the middle and stuff, uh, after the initial slash it's a pretty cool scene. I do like that. Like, the animation there is really cool, is the thing. Uh, when the, when the uh, Delta Plus gets fucked up and destroyed. Um. Alright, so. There is some differences on the novel version. Uh. The color. And this might just be the transfer being different, too, to be fair. Like. So the colors are actually, in some ways, more simple. Uh, the, the. The joints are less gray. They almost have like a green tinge to them. The gray, it, it kind of overall just has more of a green tinge, which is why I don't know if this is just a matter of the scanner or whatnot. Uh, though the eyes are also more of a pink. Uh, and it actually is missing some of the details, like the white knees and such. Though the art, art is generally more detailed because it is, you know, for the novel. So you get more detail mm-hmm. overall. Uh, the other primary difference, and this is kind of a major one, it's using the buster cannon, like the long... Uh, what is it? The um, the long mega buster from the full armor Hiyaku Kai. Yeah. And it's supposed to be like a badass beam rifle. I, it, it weirds me out so much that they decided to not give it this for the anime. That they just decided, no, we'll just give him a normal beam rifle instead of the cool big beam rifle.
1: I mean, if you want to have the shot where he like pushes the unicorn aside and grabs the beam magnum it has more impact if he's been using a shittier a clearly shittier gun and obviously the beam magnum is better than the 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 buster but it doesn't
0: well that's the long mega buster looks cool yeah and not only that but here's the thing also um they were probably at least had the script written out for episode four and uh they're like well we need him to be using the normal beam rifle because that way When he ends up killing, uh, Loni, because we don't want Banagher to do it, because Banagher is going to feel bad in episode three about, uh, killing, um, or about being, yeah, killing, what's his name, uh, the guy, the guy whose family, like, had him over, Gil, Gil Gilboa? Sure. Uh, uh, when he feels bad about that, he's not going to kill, so, um, you know, uh, they, they, they have him do the deed, uh, they, they want Riddy to do it, so they give him a weaker weapon. Um, mm-hmm. so fun thing also about color blocking. There, in the illustration and artwork section, there's an artwork here, actually by Kenki Fujioka, uh, of Advances Zeta Fame, that was done for Gundam either Fact File or Perfect File. I think it was for Perfect File here. Uh, he does one thing that I think already improves the color blocking that I like a lot. He makes the forehead gem a separate color. He makes it like yeah. the dark blue, and I think it looks fucking cool. looks really good it's weird it's just like one once one weird chick trick to make me like the design more Um,
1: one weird chick wow
0: one weird trick look words are hard he also uh you while we don't get like full art he does seemingly add some white to the shield as well because you can see the shield is on the left hand there and there's some extra white armor there uh going alongside the arm So he actually bothers to, like, change some of the colors up, which I think is, as you maybe, he maybe he did it, because as you mentioned, the color blocking is a bit wonky on this guy. Mm -hmm. Uh, to the, oh, oh, also he has, like, two shades of gray going on for the gray parts on the torso, like, if you look at, like, the sides of the armor, um, the armor, the chest armor latches onto a lighter gray piece before it then goes into the darker gray, uh, so, yeah, he, he adds a bit more color, um was just amusing to me because of what we talked about all right this is developed into then the delta chi which is uh if you want to talk about color blocking this is a much cooler mobile suit in a lot of ways including having a very cool color scheme i love the colors in general uh the delta Kai. uh this is an upgraded delta plus uh, it was originally in the Gundam Unicorn video game. Uh, this was a unit that I believe was made for the video game originally and then was in uh, pr- proceeded to be in and expanded on in Across the Sky. Um, and man fucking upgrade. Uh, so the Delta Kai uh, is a design that is similar in a lot of ways actually. It does have a lot of shared parts. Uh, they even bothered doing a model kit of this thing which made me happy. Uh, and what we have here is a Delta Plus, wherein the head has been changed to a definitely just a Gundam-type head, right? Like, it still has the same overall shape, but you have, instead of the horns that are going upward, you have a V-fin. Uh, most of the head is white. You do get some yellow, ar- uh, yellow armor, though, in the cheeks, which is pretty cool. Uh, the face adds a Gundam-style chin while not having, like, face vents or anything, which I always like a Gundam face that doesn't have face vents. Uh, And then the eyes, because it does share the same kind of eyes, the eyes are, like, deeply inset, uh, and you get these green eyes. Uh, But, yeah, because it's, like, sharing the same overall construction as the Delta, the eyes are very inset, which is cool also, I think. Um, You also get, like... It's not quite, like, blue, right? It's, like, indigo? (sighs) Maybe?
1: Yeah, sorry, I was- I'm- I'm, yes, I think you're right. I am distracted by a different thing.
0: Oh, sorry, uh, what's up?
1: Across the sky, this machine is made a year after Char's counterattack? What the fuck are you talking about?
0: Um... Yeah, I mean, it's... Unicorn
1: is so fake. Everything around a unicorn is so fucking fake.
0: I mean, this... Th- they would argue that this isn't as good as the, uh... As, like, the new and the Sazabi, I think. Even though... Why
1: would they argue that?
0: I mean, even though,
1: yes... <laughs> it's not true. <laughs> well, uh,
0: because I played the video game and I know its stats. Um, no, but, uh, it's... It is funny. It is funny, though.
1: It's just, like, a world of design. Like... It it's seriously like 5 years of mecha design happened in the course of a year.
0: Yeah. I mean, Unicorn only takes place 2 years after, you know,
1: well 3. Or 3, three
0: years. Is it 3?
1: Uh, which which I is thought a, it was it's double 96. 96.
0: Yeah, and the- Right,
1: and and 93 is Char's Counterattack. So it's 2 years after this, but 3 years after Char's Counterattack.
0: Okay. Well, I mean still, that's not 5 years I mean, of difference.
1: No, I mean, <laughs> yeah. but like, you know, once when you're when you're saying like 3 versus 5, it's like, okay, that's a little fast, but whatever, right? Yeah. When you're saying 5 versus 1. I don't know. I don't know. I, I this this is a stupid thing to care about. I apologize. It's fine. Please continue. Uh
0: anyway, yes, so you have like the indigo uh forehead gem and also for the chin. Uh So that would be the head. Uh, I like this head design a lot, though. I think it's really cool. I like that it fuses Gundam and Hiyakushiki design aesthetics in the head, too, with having, like, the subhorns that are going up around the Mohawk camera, but then also having the V-fin and stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, And the V-fin also is kind of neat because at the base of it, it has, like, an interesting cresting going on. Uh, Again, to kind of emulate, like, the Hiyakushiki's crest stuff going on there. Um, For the torso... We have a torso that is pretty uh, similar to the Delta Pluses in design overall, other than adding a bit of detail to either side, and also adding color, right?
1: Also so, adding some armor over the lower torso part, because there's just exposed frame on, the, on yeah. the Delta Plus.
0: So the upper torso is pretty much the same, though you've got uh, more color separation with like the white, the yellow collar, the indigo armor on top. Uh, and then, like, instead of having the two white pieces on the sides, like, where the arms connect into on those, like, little, like, raised bits of armor, uh, at the end, you have white armor on the top, but then you get these, like, little, what I would presume to be, like, little yellow sensors, they, because, you know, they have, like, that circular radomish shape that are kind of inset there on either Mm -hmm. side, um, and then, uh, on the lower chest armor, uh, right below the, uh, Two, you know, sides that normally have armor on the Delta Plus, you get a little bit of extra armor with yellow armor and white armor at the base. Um, then you get some indigo armor for the next section, uh, and then as it thins out towards the waist, you get uh, white armor at the bottom. Uh, confetti is a of colors. a little bit of gray
1: on the cockpit hatch?
0: Yeah, like a lighter gray on the cockpit. Uh, and, and then, of course, the dark gray on the piece above that, uh, which is mm. like, you know, your frame color. Um, for the shoulders. Now, these are much larger shoulders. So, uh, you have armor at the front and back that is, like, indigo, and is kind of swept upward with a little bit of yellow armor above that. And then just really, like, an increased size version of the, uh, thrusters, uh, from the Delta Plus. that also have, like, two sub-thrusters below, like, on the front and back there below. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then in between... You've got uh, armor that hangs down and protects the bicep uh, that has a yellow fin coming out of it, uh, which is like a little wing for uh, the mobile armor mode. Uh, bicep, similar in design to the Delta Pluses, though. Uh, Are
1: those beam sabers? Where? Right below the fin, the little white bit hanging down. That's
0: not a beam saber, no. That's just detail. That's just, detail. Okay. That's just
1: it, armor. It looks, it's, they're thin enough and of a size that, you know, yeah. could have been. But okay, makes sense. Yep. I just I didn't think they were, but I was like, those look yep. close enough that I should ask.
0: Uh, yeah the the beam saber is stored in the shield. Uh, I because I remember it like folds. They can fold out of the shield uh, on the model kit. Because I actually have the model kit of this friend. Because to be fair, mm. like I said, it's a pretty cool design in my opinion. Um, and I'm surprised they even did a model of it. But I I guess I shouldn't be. They did a lot of unicorn shit <laughs> at the time. Uh, the arms, though, are the same overall design as the, uh, Delta Plus's arms, though. They are just, you know, in white armor, Uh, and the hands are hands. Uh, for the waist, uh, you still have the two small front skirts and the same kind of crotch design, uh, complete with the front skirts having then, like, two yellow subskirts behind. The side skirts, though, are much larger. They have, uh, thrusters in them as well, um... They're a little hard to see in the art. Let me pull up the model kit, actually. Um, let me see. The schizo- Schizoponic, I think, probably would have this model. But let me double check, and I'll link it to you. That way we can, you know, look at that. Because I feel like it's easier to see some of the details. Because this is a complex boy. But again, uh, while we were talking about not liking the complexity all that much on the Delta, I think this design kind of earns it a bit. I I don't mm. know. I Again, I am high on this design. I like the Delta Kai a lot, actually. Which is, you know, again, funny for me because... Uh, finding I, I was surprised i did because i i thought the delta plus was kind of eh and then i like the delta chi and like the uh base delta gundam um let me see where be. there's oh delta Kai. here we go he does have the delta Kai. so here we are schizophrenic link that to six all right um so yeah uh You can see, though, like, the side skirts have some complicated wing parts going on. And if you look at them from the back, you can see they have a thruster. Uh, These wings can move around because they spread for the um, Wave Rider mode. Uh, And then uh, for the rear skirt, the rear skirt is pretty much just the same design as the Delta Gundams um, or the Delta Pluses, um, you know, just to... Two halves that don't actually have a separation that have the thrusters along the bottom. Uh, the upper thigh is the same design as the Delta Plus, though the lower leg you get a different knee design. You get these like much higher up knees uh, that have like big knee spikes that basically reach all the way to the top of the upper leg uh, and are jutting like at an angle forward, um, which look pretty cool. Uh, then the mm-hmm. rest of the leg and the feet are the same design as the Delta Plus. Uh, The backpack is the Delta Plus's backpack with the two binders. However, these binders then have a pair of funnels attached. These are uh, proto fin funnels. These were prototypes of the new Gundam's fin funnels. Uh, It only has two of them. They also don't fire uh, normal beams. Uh, What they instead do to make up for the fact that they aren't like, you know, the new fin funnels and also that there's only two of them. They do like a shotgun kind of effect. Um, they do like huh. you know the beam spray gun thing. It's one of the things I thought was really cool in the Gundam Unicorn game. Is like you 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 know, play as this unit, and when you have the funnels uh, attacking the opponent, instead of just firing like beams, they fire like, uh, like a sustained like shotgun spread beam thing. It's pretty cool. Um. Yeah, that's cool. Yep. Uh then uh yeah so that's the de- design overall uh, for the weapons also you get the long megabuster uh, which is oh and I should say it has the wave rider mode the transformation is the same but it looks much more filled out because of the nature of this design having the
1: f- it looks more schmup fighter yeah uh,
0: having like the funnels uh, on the wings on the underside you know deployed forward uh, it, yeah it gives it like a very like radiusius or something feel going on with the shapes. Uh and also the side mm-hmm. skirts being larger and having the thrusters. I, I just I, I do think it looks neat. It's still not my favorite wave rider because, you know, I'm just not a wave rider person, but uh I just think having the more colors and stuff makes it cooler. Um so, uh for armaments and equipment, we've got the Vulcans on the head. Uh this does use the long Mega buster from the Hyakushiki Kai. So hey, got to reappear again. Hey. Uh it's a cool. It's a cool beam rifle design, you know. I like it. So uh, the proto-fin funnels I mentioned. Then you have the shield, and the shield has three sets of equipment that can be attached to it it's by default. So this is a much larger shield than the one on the Delta Gundam. Um, it has, like, a big spike on the front, and even the big spike can be utilized as a weapon that is actually, like, you know, part of the point of it. You can just jam the shield into your uh, the enemy. Um... The two beam sabers, you can see they're on the inside of the shield. At the base, they're pretty visible, I would say. Uh, like, like you know, if you're looking at the model kit, you can see there's a beam saber on either side sticking out there. Mm, um, yeah. And, the, and those can uh, fold out to make it so the hand can more easily reach them, obviously. Uh, so, the three bits of optional equipment you can attach are, you can see on the underside of the shield, uh, well, you can't see, the underside of the shield has a hardpoint. Uh, and this is already a pretty large shield. So, on the model kit, <clears throat> and incidentally, uh, the last of the ones mentioned here, but because it's the easiest one to see in general, you have the High Mega Cannon. It is based on the Double Zeta's High Mega Cannon. It, it does have a reduced output, it's about 46% of the power of the Double Zeta one. Uh, to be fair, the double Zeta's high mega cannon is still huge. So I imagine operating even at half that still a pretty big gun. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, you can see like the way that that is attached to the hard point on the shield, because you can separate it out, uh, from the shield completely. Uh, and it's just, it is basically the double Zeta's forehead turned into a gun though, right? Like the barrel is shaped like the forehead on the double Zeta, like the, Mm -hmm. you know, but just a bigger mechanism here. Um, The other possibilities for it, um, that come up. So, unfortunately, we don't have art of any of these, uh, because the artwork of the shield, like the 2D artwork that you can see in, like, the line art gallery, is unfortunately just the, uh, the shield with no attachment. Same with the Wayrider mode. Um, trying to see if they have, like, the video game. Oh, yeah, they do. Okay, so, if you go into, on the wiki, uh, the section called References, there is a uh, the fourth image down, so you have three images, and then you have the second row of images, the first one in the second row. You uh-huh. can see at the bottom of the page, you can see each of the equipments. So you have the uh, uh, other two equipments that are there. Uh, it is just the CG models from the game, but we've got to work with what we got. So on the far left, you have a version that has a, two- a set of double Gatlings attached to the shield at the- on the hardpoint. Uh,
1: Is this the Mega Machine Cannon?
0: Yeah, so these are Mega Machine Cannons. They are like the ones that I believe they are based on the ones on the Loto. Yes, it does say it could be uh, the ones used by the Loto, so yeah. Uh, these are just heavy caliber machine guns, like really beefy, you know, Gatling guns, basically. That's why they're called Mega Machine Cannons. Uh, pretty cool. Uh, just, you know, these big cylindrical guns that have four barrels at the end. Uh, mm-hmm. And then on the far left, you can see the other one, which is a weird one. These are the explosive bolts. So by default, oh. if you look at the wave Rider mode in that image, uh, in like the full size image there, I mean, uh, and I realized I only sent you part of it, but this is how they're stored by default—is like the way they are on the wave rider. They're like oddly stacked underneath, stacked. The nose. Yeah. What these do, though, <clears throat> is. When this stabs something with the shield, it then uses the explosive bolts, they fold forward, and they have, like, their own, like, little arms, and they push up against the enemy mobile suit, and then blow it off the shield.
1: I which don't... When is this useful?
0: Uh...
1: I guess it would be useful against a large mobile armor... Mm-hmm. or a ship. when attempting to demolish a mountain
0: uh i could see it being useful also for like ship combat like you stab with the shield I and then blast into yeah. it i mean
1: but the thing about it the thing about ship combat right is you would just
0: shoot it with your well, mega well right? and
1: also you know the, the the weak point of the ship is the pilot it's real ships in gundam oh you just smash the bridge and then you're good
0: yeah you're right you're not wrong um it is also a reference to the full-armor Hiyakushiki Kai's uh, uh, explosive bolts that it has that pop over the fist uh-huh. is probably what they were just trying to do. And he's like, well, I made a modular shield. I guess I could put the explosive bolts on that. That's <laughs> probably what the thing was.
1: I guess. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah, it's the weirdest of the three. I do think it is really cool when you're playing the game, though, and you stab with the shield and then the explosive bolts pop forward to blow the mobile suit, uh, the enemy mobile suit off the shield. It's really cool looking.
1: Fair enough. Uh, Also, since we're about to talk about the special systems, I don't believe we mentioned that the Delta Plus has the biosensor.
0: No, because it doesn't matter. The biosensor is a fake idea. And this has the nitro system, uh, which also was not really, I don't think, in the, well, I know for a fact it wasn't in the game, like, because what happened is in Across the Sky, they introduced that this thing can start emitting blue fire From, like, the vents in its body, which is funny because it doesn't have those vents in the body, though. Like, if you look at it, like, it just kind of emits blue fire out of itself in a weird way. Uh, you can see it in, like, this image for, uh, across the sky. Uh, I think the Nitro system, when it does this, looks kind of dumb. Uh, feels very crossbone. This is the New Type Injection Trace Reformed Old Type System. (laughs) Uh... That forcibly enhances a normal pilot into a cyber new type temporarily. Which is a. That is a way of wording that, and also when you consider, like, what a cyber new type is and how that's an American term, like, cyber new type is the Western term, uh, makes even less sense, right? It turns you into an artificial person temporarily, or a uh, enhanced person temporarily. I, I guess you can kind of work it there, but mm, it's weird. Anyway. It increases the pilot's response time, allows you to use the complicated fire control system, and use remote weaponry like the Delta Kai's fin funnels. However, it does involve rewriting the brain and causes them to become aggressive and unstable. It's a kind of a zero system also, in that Oh, part.
1: so it wouldn't do anything to me.
0: Ah <laughs> uh. ha <laughs>
1: ha! Alright. Dylan's awkward laugh of like, I'm in here with a crazy person! <laughs> I'm in
0: danger! <laughs> um... Yeah, I think the Nitro system is dumb, personally. I yeah. I, I yeah. like the idea of a system that does this, but I, I just, it, 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 and also just the original mobile suit I don't think was designed with the Nitro system in mind. I really don't, because in the video game it does not use that, this is just already like the cool Delta Gundam, uh, mm-hmm. and then they just made it even fancier for the their, their manga, and that's like a little weird to me. Also, I don't know if the UC0094 thing, if this was originally deployed in 94, was in the MSV, because originally this was, like like I said, in the game in UC MSV, and I don't know if they even had that date in, in that. I don't know if it was until the manga. So, so for all we know, the manga could be the one responsible for all the uh, the annoying things with this All the game. heartbreak? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Alright, fair enough. Uh, it's a cool suit.
0: Yeah, there is a variant now, also from uh, Across the Sky. Uh called the Land Combat Delta Kai. Uh piloted by Ing Ryude. Which Okay Oh one of the
1: guys from one of the guys from uh, Metroid Prime 2, right?
0: No, I, I, I think you're thinking of one of the guys from Super Robot Wars. Uh his name was Ing Egret, but then he named his he changed his last name to Wish, so his name is Wish Ing uh, yeah, Wish or Wishing. When you have the, the last name first. Yeah, I knew what you were referencing also.
1: <laughs> I know. I was, I, I, was, I was diverting it.
0: Sorry, I, you uh, you just
1: didn't want to... Uh, I sent Dylan the Metroid wiki page yeah. for the Ing because Dylan apparently just doesn't want to talk about the Ing.
0: I think the Ing are pretty fucking cool, actually. I like Metroid <laughs> Prime 2's stuff a lot. Uh, but anyway, uh, that's not what we're here to talk about. So, uh, design changes for the land combat type. Uh, the head is the same design. Uh, The colors have changed now, though. The yellow has been gotten rid of and been replaced with, like, a dark, dark gray, near black, dark gray. Um, The torso, there's no real changes going on other than, uh, let me see, is the top of the torso armor a little different?
1: (laughs) I just realized what the shield was.
0: It's the explosive bolt shield. You can't escape it. (laughs) Uh, The top of the torso armor is a little different. Um, It doesn't end in a point. It instead uh, actually has it, like, go in, which is weird. Like, normally it points out, but now it is a inverse of that. It points, like, more in, like, towards the middle. mm mm-hmm. uh, Otherwise, the torso is the same design. The shoulders, uh, the thrusters have been reconfigured uh, into, like... I believe these are, like, hover units? Like, they have, like, the weird, like, downward, like, you know, veins going on. Yeah, like that's that. what it says. It's pretty cool looking, actually. I like it. Um, Just the change in design. The arms are the same, though. Uh, the legs are the same. Uh, the side skirts, I believe, are changed in some way, though, unfortunately, because of the nature of the art, we can't really see it. Uh, let me see. There's art of it transformed at the top. Nope, it is the same side skirt design. Never mind. So it does have the same side skirt design. Um, and then the legs are mostly the same, though the knees, even though they are still like taller, are not quite as tall, uh, but it does have these like black knee pieces that are still a bit bigger. It also adds like a thruster at the bottom of the knee there, weirdly.
1: It's another hover unit.
0: Oh, okay, it's another hover unit. Yep, and then uh, the backpack is the same, though they have gotten rid of the funnels, because this is in that era where they still can't decide whether funnels can work under gravity or not. <laughs> a-, a-, a constantly debated thing uh, then and forever. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Yeah, uh, so uh, the other major changes are, it uses the same large shield, and as you saw by default, uses the burst bolt. Though it does also, apparently at different points, probably use the uh, Mega Machine Cannon and High Mega Cannon as well. Um, But the art has the explosive bolts. Uh, It does have a really cool beam rifle design here. Uh, Mm -hmm. It is a beam rifle that also has an underslung railgun. And I'm trying to remember, what was the other one that has the underslung rail. This is
1: the Land Combat Haki- Hyakushiki Kai.
0: Right, yes, okay, yeah, it's the, uh... Right, yeah, that's why I was thinking of it, because that got added to GBO2 relatively recently, too. And, uh, uh, it looks way cooler on the Land Combat Hyakushiki Kai, in my opinion, because I like the ridiculous colors...
1: More? Yeah, it does, like, the Land Combat, the Hakushiki the Kai one does, like, the, like, green and silver with the, like, the, like, it piece bonds the barrels, right? Yeah, whereas... It b- puts the tips orange.
0: Whereas, uh, this is just all gray, with, uh, pink sensors, which, a little bit more boring, I know.
1: Honestly, the Land Combat Kakushiki, we've already talked about it, right? I'm pretty yeah. sure we've already covered it, but, like... The use of colors is some of okawara like this is this is what good okawara colors look like where he really just uh just pops it's just a great it pops design. and it
0: looks good is the thing yeah um yep the land combat though is yeah it's more muted and it just kind of does you know it it, it hovers when it's, it if I feels do
1: weird that they didn't come up with anything to replace the the big fin funnels which are kind of the thing
0: yeah it's just and it still has the nitro system i guess uh sure yeah uh but that would be that uh and then that's actually kind of where it ends
1: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: uh for those guys we still got a full hour episode out of it though so hey
1: oh it's not where it ends oh, for us
0: wait what else do we have
1: don't be oh, dylan you're embarrassing me right now
0: What's there's related? a bunch of
1: hyakushiki stuff we didn't talk about that we get to clean up now
0: wait what did we talk about with the hyakushiki
1: well, first of all, we can keep it easy, right? We can start off with the byakushiki.
0: Okay, the white hyakushiki.
1: Yeah, you know. Okay. That's white.
0: All right, there we go. Oh, that's okay. like that's like the the Elvis movie, right?
1: <laughs> I don't. Understand. Oh, you don't know. Oh, the uh, that, that
0: bit from the fucking uh, what was it? I I know. I only know about this also because I think it was Cameron on uh one of the Range Touch shows I was listening to made reference to it. Uh, let me see if I can find the same Oh, here you go. Okay, good. Of course, someone has clipped this. Uh, because here, just just take a listen. Yeah. Is it white? What do you think, Texarkana? Shall we play for the twenty-seventh time? The guy is like having a crisis, I guess, about rock and roll, like the, this rock music and the, the author the, or the artist behind it being white. I guess. What? It's just like an, like, <laughs> what a ridiculous scene, right?
1: This just, just. T- racist tom hanks just having a meltdown <laughs> it's so
0: like it-, it is bizarre it is the only thing i know about that movie i am not really interested in an elvis <laughs> biopic uh if i'm being honest but yeah um anyway that that's that is that is what i was referencing there
1: anyway all right fair enough uh
0: all right so yeah Biyakushiki, it's white
1: okay you want to talk <laughs> about another dumb gunpla thing that doesn't matter what let's talk about the Hyakushiki J
0: uh that is not a dungamplate well i mean it's not just a recolor uh this is a full new design by naoki for uh Gundam Breaker 3 the Hyakushiki Jaeger uh it um the only part that is really shared with the Hyakushiki is the torso and the head um but the arms are given a redesign with the shoulders uh having a extra thruster uh placed uh, up and out uh you know facing like outward um and then also way larger forearm guards uh you've got like a implemented shield on the one side and then the other you just have a beam cannon attached to the forearm with a like shield also on it um you i
1: actually really like the like the back shield like booster thing having just like a a decal that just says 100 jaeger i think that's actually really cool Mm mm-hmm
0: you got the uh, the legs, which are mostly Hyakushiki legs, other than you get, like, a skirt added to this that's, like, a big front plate. Um, and then, yeah, you mentioned it. There's a huge backpack unit. Uh, it has two cannons, uh, one on either side. Uh, those areas can flip. Uh, it also has thrusters on the back of those, and those are, you know, movable thrusters. And then in keeping with Naoki, it then each of those thrusters has an uh, arm attaching a set of, like, wings... That have thrusters facing down, uh, these are able to rotate and move around, and, as you said, have a decal on the side that says 100 Yager. Um, <clears throat> this is also silver instead of gold.
1: This is supposed to be, like, the strongest machine, basically, in the game, right? This is, like, the- the- the special machine of, like, the young, rich, upstart rival? Yeah. Um... But clearly, he doesn't actually know how to play Gundam Breaker 3 at all. There are zero funnels on this. This is a low-tier machine.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's not... He, this is, this machine will not infinite any opponent. <laughs> <laughs> which is what which is what Gundam Breaker 3 is truly a game about. Finding out what which ways do you find the most enjoyable to do an infinite.
1: <laughs> which, mm-hmm.
0: when it's a PvE game, that rules is the thing. It, that's the Pretty thing. good
1: yeah it's uh, fantastic
0: yeah if it was a pvp game it would be a nightmare if it's a pve game though hell yeah i want to sit there and figure out how do i just infinitely juggle enemies forever and kill them all uh
1: once once dylan's work gets uh more chill probably pro- it'll probably be january before this happens if we're being honest with ourselves but yaku um, january <laughs> Yeah, yeah, because we'll 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 stream some some Breaker Three because you've got like two months left of work being crazy, and yeah. then and at that point it's like okay, well holidays are in full swing for me in retail, so I'm not going to be doing a whole lot.
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: but after that,
0: yeah. All right, so what's up next then?
1: Uh, let's do another gunpla. Uh,
0: wh- which one would that be? The
1: That's going to be the Mega Shiki.
0: Oh, the Mega Shiki. This is from Build Fighters Try. Uh, this is a variant machine used by, uh, it was built by Minato Sakai for Shinsuke Sudo, uh, who is the arrogant team leader guy, uh, from, uh, uh, the one, uh, the G master team, which is like one of the high school tournament teams. It's like the last major tournament before they entered the regional, you know, because, because even though we had a show just about the world tournament they decided in the sequel, let's make it be a smaller scale, all the clubs go against each other and then they do the regional tournament and i'm like wait you've 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 scaled the stakes back that's actually worse why did you do that
1: well you can't just raise stakes forever i, I that show has a lot of problems i don't think the choice to turn down the stakes was a bad call i i think the i think, the, I
0: think turning down the stakes but then also like trying to make the mo- mobile suits more overall ridiculous uh, than the prior show was a little weird
1: That's true. That's true. You would have, you would have, it would have made more sense because then they still want to have like, you know, fucking your, your protagonists from the original be like a big deal. And it's like, well, apparently you world champions had this, you know, like, you know, need enough machine. And these kids who flunked out at regional have things that could shit on you. So (laughs) yeah sorry iori
0: it's just it's just it's a weird dissonant thing and i know that's like a nerd way of thinking about it like you know but it is just the way the show depicts it feels that way um Mm -hmm. so the head is a hakushiki head that has been simplified without the so it doesn't have the antenna um the torso is a bit bigger than the standard hakushiki torso including having a bigger cockpit cover which is kind of funny all things considered this is a gunpla there is no pilot um, mm-hmm. and, and these thing. one of the things about these things is sometimes they fight in such a way that is like, well, there isn't a cockpit. So even though you hit partway through my chest, I'm not dead. Um, mm-hmm. the shoulder armor has at the base of it, like kind of like a raised area that's pointing up. Um, so it's like bigger than the normal Yakushiki shoulder armor it Has a thruster in between the front and back plate it still has like the arm cover. Uh, the forearms, we, uh, they added a shield to each forearm. So the arms are just like kind of chunky. Um, the skirt is the same design, though, as the Yakushiki. The legs are the same design up until you get to the feet, wherein high heels have been added. This is also a Naoki design, so I should mention that. Uh, has high heels, though. Uh, looks good. I always like high heels on the mecha. I think it looks cool. The backpack has been radically redesigned, though. So the backpack is now a separate unit uh, that can pop off. Uh, and it is... What if you just put the Mega Bazooka Launcher from the, you know... The, from Mobile Suit Zeta Gundam uh, onto, you know, the as the backpack. And that's what this is. <laughs> uh, so, uh, it has, it does have the binders from the Hyakushiki. I believe they are attached to the backpack now, though? Uh, so, like, when the, yeah, because you can see when it's firing it in the show, when the backpack pops off, it has the wings, like, hanging out to the sides, like the uh, binders. Uh, funnily mm-hmm. enough, though, the Mega Ride Launcher, which was based on this, uh, with some slight it does have some slight differences though uh uh doesn't have the binders anymore even though it does have the two circular areas where i believe the binders are attached to normally. so that's interesting um but yeah so the backpack is the main thing that the main unique feature of this is the backpack can pop off and uh you know become like the high mega launcher basically or the mega Mm -hmm. ride launcher in this case as, as it is called uh, it also uses weird beam sabers because the beam sabers have a curve to them by default. They almost have, like, you know, like a single-edged blade look, even though they are beam sabers. Uh, just, like, a quirk of the model and, like, the way they look in the show. Um, yeah. Cool. So it still has the anti-beam coating over the whole armor, but it also like beefs up the armor again, adding, like, the shields on the arms and stuff. Um, it's a, I think it's a pretty fine design for, like, one of the show customs, honestly. And, you know, the idea of, like, Building in, like, the big, uh, the, the Hyper Mega Bazooka is cool to me. And it being, like, an ejectable, like, armor that you can, like, mm-hmm. pop off and use is, like, because it doesn't have a, it can't transform, but it can use it as a sub-flight system. You know, it, the idea is functional, and it works for me. Uh, there's also a variant of this thing called the Gilashiki, which gets rid of the, the Mega Launcher and just basically turns it into the hiakushiki. Again, but like with the the slight differences that uh, the you know uh, uh, the Mega Shiki has, like you know the head mm-hmm. the head change in the arms and whatnot. Uh, it does look pretty good in the gold, though. Uh, especially like if um, I think Naoki's art can be a little odd looking sometimes in this era, specifically. Um, I mean, we've talked about his designs for like the Blue Destiny and stuff. He just he he, he kind of compacts his designs a little like especially like the heads I feel can look a little like smaller mousey on his designs. Sure.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, but you can see, I, I I like the way the model of this looks quite a bit. Um and I believe he even did the modeling because I mean that's where Naoki's start comes from, right? Is he's the mm-hmm. he he did a bunch of modeling stuff for magazines and then he worked on a I think build was like him working in like an official capacity for the first time, which makes sense to get someone who makes Gunpla to work on your, you know, Gunpla show. Um but yeah, no, it's a pretty I think it's a pretty all right machine. Uh
1: I like the I do like the curved beam sabers. I think they're fun. So I think this yeah. the the Gila the Gilashiki just sort of being this back to basics is 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 fun.
0: Yeah, cuz yeah, it saw's the curved swords. So, yeah. All right. What next? Uh would it actually be another Gunpla next because the Hyakushiki crash?
1: We already did the Hyakushiki crash. The Hyakushiki the, the Hyakuichi Shiki.
0: Uh Oh, right. This is um based on, oh, who did that cover illustration? I believe that is Nagano still. It's like yes, a it is. Fancy, it's a fancy Nagano one. Uh, I know the one there, the one illustration is from Gundam Wars 1, I believe. And it's very funny because even though it's a Hiyakushiki and it has the Hiyakushiki logo on the forehead there, it also has a Z on the forehead. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you get, like, the Nagano. You know what? The image that is on the wiki sucks. Uh, give me one second. I'm going to send you a higher-res version.
1: Awesome, because this image really does suck.
0: Uh, at least for the headshot. Uh, I don't have that other art that the wiki has, um, unfortunately. I don't know where the what that's sourced from. Uh, it's not the same book, though, for sure. Uh, here we are. Here's... Uh, it's actually, because it's a two-page spread, you get it across two images. Actually, yeah, yeah, so... I mean, the one side is basically just, you know, uh, Camille and I believe that's Faw. Uh, if you say then, so. Uh, it's <laughs> Nagano. It Look, Nagano draws different. Uh, I will say I like Camille's fit there, though, where he's got like the weird, like striped kind of like uh, t- tank top going on.
1: It's a underneath, deep V-neck.
0: Like a deep V-neck. Uh, and I think it's a tank top going on underneath his uh, little AU jacket. I think that's actually a pretty good look.
1: If it uh, was, if he was one of those, like, it, if he was a girl, he would have to be using some adhesive to keep that from being a decent. That's a D V neck.
0: Yeah. Um. But yeah, uh, the face here—you've got a very like, almost like you've unearthed an ancient like technological god feel to this, in my opinion, right? Because it feels like mm-hmm. statuesque, yeah. almost it's really cool. You got all these, like, flat angles, lots of decals going on, like I mentioned the Yakushiki. and then it says Zeta Gundam on the head, and uh, M. Nagano, MSN-101, uh, the forehead area, you get these two large V-fins jutting out of this monolithic head piece, uh, that has, like, Saiyan armor on the sides, like as little circles. That's what that reminds me of. Like the circle with all the lines through it. It reminds me of like
1: yeah I you can know, see on it.
0: Saiyan armor, like on the chest. Um you know, you've got like a face with these cool eyes. Uh the face is kinda like hanging in the way like an elgaim designs face tends to hang, like where like the mask looks like it's attached to the underside of the eyes rather than like just a face like being part of a head there. Uh and you get like some cables Uh, that are wrapped back from the chin that look like they're like, they've got these two little bars holding them in place. Um, uh, you know, these huge cheeks and the sides of the head have like, the sides of the head have mono eyes, I should note. Uh, you have like the uh, Zeta style mono eye with the crosshair on it, just looking out of, I presume, either side. Um, again, not a lot of like detailed art where we can see the full body, but this art, is pretty fucking cool looking. I love this. Um, You know, large extended bits of the cheek armor going down and you get a bit of the torso where it's a Z Gundam on the torso and stuff. Uh, Mm -hmm. The only other thing we have is this like pseudo wave rider, which I don't know if that's drawn by Nagano or who that's drawn by. And I don't know what the source of that is, Uh, but we do get like a wave rider that looks fucking cool. Um, It's so weird looking and I like it because of that. Because you've got, like...
1: It's very strange.
0: The head is, like, tucked away completely. You've got, like, this large spike going forward from the backpack. Uh, you get the binders, like the yakushiki kind of binder thing going on, uh, swept back. You get these bird talon legs. I don't know where the arms have gone. It's fine. Don't worry about it. This is not a unit that has a lot of art. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. It's just Nagano drawing some cool stuff. This is a Hyakushiki, though, apparently, that was meant to transform into a Waverider mode.
1: And therefore, everything about it changed.
0: <laughs> yeah, therefore, everything about it changed. A uh, concept that has been consistent so far, though. Alright, yeah. what next?
1: Uh, this one might be our last one.
0: Did we talk about the Lunagazer yet? I'm curious.
1: That's the Lunagazer. You got it.
0: Alright. Uh, the Lunagazer. Uh, this is... Hey, speaking of which, kind of relevant, because uh, GGP is going to be covering Stargazer. Um, but yeah, the Luna Gazer. This is, what if you mix the Hakushiki and the Stargazer Gundam? And I, honestly, I like the Stargazer Gundam. Uh, we're not going to talk about it here, but I do like it. So I think the Luna Gazer is pretty cool.
1: <laughs> I didn't like the Stargazer until I watched Stargazer. Because I think actually, it's, it's I mean, a little it's ridiculous.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, that too.
1: But no, it's it's also just, like, seeing, like, playing, like, you know, Breaker and stuff, and seeing just, like, oh, it has a big ring on its back. That's stupid. And then being like, this is what the ring does. And being like, oh, you should have that's used the really part, sick, actually. You should
0: have actually used the part in Gundam Breaker, because also in Gundam Breaker, when you boost with the wing uh, the ring does the thing that it does in the anime, which is, like, splitting. Sadly, no ring on this friend. Uh, so what we have here is another Naoki, Naoki design. Um... He did a lot of these for a build. Um, so you have the Hiyakushiki yeah. head, but given a uh, uh, given a set of eyes, like green eyes, um, and a V-fin that is very reminiscent actually of the Delta Plus and stuff, right? Uh, where you've got like the horns going up, but they are colored yellow mm-hmm. like a V-fin. Um, and the forehead gem is colored like, uh, like more of a pink almost, even. Not like even a red, like a pink. Or a very pale red. Um, I guess, uh, the torso is, uh, again, actually, I think in a lot of ways, this is similar to more like the Delta Gundam, like, cause even like the torso shapes here, like having those raised sections on the outer area where the arms connect to is kind of more Delta to me. Um, but, uh, you have these raised uh-huh. sections on the outer part that I don't know if those would be like Vulcans or anything. Uh, yes, those are the Vulcans on each shoulder. Okay. Uh, so you get these little Vulcans on either side. Um, you get like these, not really chest vents, but you get these yellow, like little slits of armor. Uh, on either side of the chest, there uh, chest has like the overall stylings of the Hiyakushiki chest, where you've got like the teeth surrounding the cockpit. Uh, the teeth are in white here, um, and then you know you get gray, kind of like rounded uh, torso segment there. Um, the shoulders uh, are Hyakushiki shoulders, but the area where the thruster is has been expanded out. It also kind of has the thing the Megashiki does, where it has like that raised bit at the front of the Hiyakushiki shoulder. Um, Mm -hmm. it also has a line, uh, on the, uh, shoulder there that, uh, glows when it has the Lumiere system on. Um, the arms are, again, similar to the Hiyakashiki, however, uh, on the forearms you get Gundam Seed-style, like, beam shields, kind of like the Gundam, uh, like the Destiny Gundams.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh,
0: attached to the arms here, um, and I, are these actually beam shields? I don't know. No, they are not. Okay, these are just for the uh, Lumiere system.
1: They might be. This is a this is an uh, amazing ready design. Build Fighters amazing ready, yeah. and so I don't think I don't think the Gunem Wiki's documentation on this is complete because I don't think the documentation anywhere is complete.
0: Yeah, though to be fair, there is also a model kit of this, an official model kit, and that doesn't have beam sabers.
1: Eh, okay. Or beam. Uh, oh, sorry, I mean, beam Yeah, shapes. I was gonna say. Yeah, it does have beam. It does have beam, beam sabers. Yeah. Yeah.
0: uh But yeah, uh, moving on to the waist, uh, the skirt, uh, you have like an extended crotch piece where like the bottom of it is like jutting out like a pharaoh chin, kind of, um, in gray. Uh, The front skirts are uh, Lumiere equipped, so you got these deep black lines that glow yellow uh, in the skirt armor that is kind of similar to the Hakushiki ones. The side skirts uh, are kind of like pushed up have a thruster and then you have like a uh you know like directors like scoop down again something that feels more delta-esque to me than hyakushiki esque all things Mm. considered um the rear let me uh i'm gonna have to pull up the model for this one too actually because i just realized there's no rear art of this guy i don't think oh wait there's a model on the wiki luckily though because there is the hobby hobby imaging builders model there Okay, yeah, the rear is just the Yakushiki skirt. I figured it was because uh, the beam sabers being the same as the Yakushiki's, but yeah, so it's just like the single plate with the divide in the middle, and then you've got the uh, little bump that has the beam sabers holstered in it. Uh, mm-hmm. Then for the legs, Hiyakushiki uh, upper leg. The lower leg is mostly Hiyakushiki, though the knee has been replaced to give a lum- one of the Lumiere systems there uh, has a new flavor of high heel because they, it's not using the parts from the mega Shiki. I don't think it's just, it's very funny that he has reinterpreted the Hakushiki again, giving it high heels again, but in a slightly different style.
1: And this is the most shoe like high heel.
0: Yeah. Um, I do like the foot armor though here and the ankle armor. It does also have Lumiere parts in the feet, uh, on the top middle of the armor. You have a bit that glows. And of course being Naoki, the major, uh, thing here is the backpack. Uh, it is a Hiyakushiki backpack, but with, uh, instead of having binders, so it has two fins on the base of the backpack that stick up, like, in the style of the binder from, uh, you know, the Hiyakushiki, just smaller, uh, and those have, uh, little lines in them that glow with doing the Lumiere stuff, and then it has, on either side, a binder that is, like, a three-part folding, like, wing. Uh, you can actually see yeah. a good shot on the hobby hobby imaging, like, of the, you know, so you can see the inside of this. So it has the it has two plates of uh, of uh, armor. It has like an initial gray part that is like square and has like a thruster on it. it. Has another gray part that has a wing built into it, uh, and the wing can pop out. And that's typically how it's tucked away. Right, is these two parts are side by side, but then what happens is the initial gray bit uh, has a subarm that's holding it that pops it out. Then the secondary gray bit with the thrusters and the wing embedded flips, and then the wing pops inward, because this does do the, like, trying to form, like, a, like, sort of ring shape. Uh, obviously it's not a ring, it is now being done, like, via, like, sharper angles, but it still wants to do the thing where, you know, it closes up, uh, like, yeah, it forms this
1: sort of, like, like, house-shaped, like, kind of, like, uh, pentagon, um, Presumably to catch the Voltaire Lumiere.
0: Yeah. Uh, and also, though, the really cool thing this can do, in my opinion, is its little flight mode, though, where it pops them up to the side like this and you just get
1: this cool little flight pack,
0: which is funny mm-hmm. because it is like finding a way to turn the Hiyakushiki's backpack into a seed style flight pack in a way, right? Yeah, it looks
1: like it looks like a nail strike.
0: It's yeah. I, I actually I think that's kind of cool. Uh, overall, I like this design. I just, you know, it's cool looking.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think it's quite cool. There's also the uh, there's the piece of art uh, from uh, Hobby Hobby, uh-huh. the cover there that I think just looks fantastic.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, with uh, oh, also should mention the beam rifle, the Hyakushihi Beam Rifle, but uh, it has a safety tip on uh, in white
1: though. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's snub-nosed a little bit.
0: Yeah, which is interesting. Just, like... Oh, it's it's the pistol barrel! Because, uh, the... Well, because the Stargazer uses the little pistols, because... It, well, it's oh. not supposed to have a weapon, right? And it's using, like, the, uh, the civilian astray gun. I think that's the barrel from the, like, little pistols, though, that it has, right? That's cute. Or that's cute. or the, the, uh, the civilian astrays in the movie at least have.
1: Yeah, no, you're right. That is it. Um, yeah.
0: Uh... That's So that's, that's kind of fun. Oh, uh, another thing that I noticed in the art that I completely missed mentioning, uh, on the lower part of the torso on either side, it also has cameras built into the torso. And I I think I like the like the green glow that is being done in the one art that you mentioned there. Looks cool. Uh, yeah, no, this is a cool unit. It's just, it's you know, it's used by uh, Lady Kawaguchi, if I remember right. Uh, let me go back to the page because yeah. I accidentally closed yep. it. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Okay, cool. I was right.
1: She uh, has some fucking fantastic designs that lady. Yeah. For she someone some who good is s-
0: someone who is so tertiary in the show and like just treated kind of like we decided to throw throw a girl Kabaguchi in because that way we have a girl encouraging the girl which is weird. Um in my opinion because you know uh-huh. her whole role is just let's let's uh let's she's going to be the one that makes uh Fumina realize that she shouldn't just make power-ups for the boys. Um, which is something that the show writers decided themselves and already feels weird. But anyway, you know, whatever. Also,
1: are they forgetting one of her suits?
0: Uh, which suit do they not have listed? I'm
1: listening, I'm listening, looking at her list, and it has the Comp for Amazing, the Kuranai Musha, the Stargazer, the Lunagazer, and Devil Dragon Blade Zero. It doesn't have the Lazy Sazab- Lady Sazabi.
0: Lady Sazabi's Sazab- not her. Is it not? No, Lady Sazabi's from original build. Miss Sazabi, oh. uh, that's used by uh, Isla at the end. She builds it after the Kibale gets destroyed. Uh, it's when uh, oh. it's when she's learning how to build Gunpla for herself uh, with um, China. Uh,
1: oh, you're here. right. Okay, yeah. You can All see right. them
0: together there. But, yeah.
1: Yeah, in, in my in my head it was another one of hers just because it was like a uh, cool subdued enough. attempt to make a classic design femme. Yeah. Yeah.
0: To be fair, Miss Sazabi, cool design. But, anyway. Yeah. All right. Well, with that, uh, uh, adding an extra thirty minutes to where I thought we were going to stop. Now I think we are ready to uh, to head out. So six plugs. Where can people find you,
1: Dylan? What? I forgot another one.
0: What did I forget? What did I forget?
1: I'm just I'm just kidding. Oh no. Okay.
0: Uh, you, you sounded <laughs> look. That sounded sincere enough that I was like, oh shit, fuck. Fuck! I ruined it. I ruined it. I'm dead. I'm I mean, lost.
1: you you might you might have, but I have also. If that's the case, or I didn't notice. <laughs> it's hard. <so. laughs> it's hard to
0: remember when we when we reflect and wrap back around to these like suits that we had covered absolutely. in
1: the past. absolutely, absolutely. Um, anyway, yeah. If there's a fucking Delta Gundam double crash by now or something, then
0: well, know. it surely was not listed in the developed into because I've been trying to look at all those.
1: Mm-hmm. At the very mm-hmm.
0: least, uh, because those are that's the easiest way to remember variants. Uh, again, for all that we complain about the wiki, it has its uses. Unfortunately,
1: all right. Yeah. Well. Uh. It... Yeah. Anyway, the latest from our friends over at MHQ has been a uh, a big uh, line art update for original Gundam Double Seventy Nine MSV, MSVR, MMSV, and MSX. Um. Well, those will continue to roll out over time as we do more and more of these updates. But uh, yeah, you know, so some of the most foundational mecha designs, getting great new line art is, uh, is something to cele- yep. celebrate, excuse me.
0: I am glad. Also, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that Google has seemingly finally fixed the thing where it now will pull up the proper URL when you look up the MHQ entries. So that's nice, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, because sometimes I've been actually using it to update my line art. Especially because sometimes, the wiki, I don't want to sit there and convert WebPs for an hour. After saving a whole bunch. I
1: I hate WebPs. I've already talked about this. Anyway, um, if you're listening to this the day it releases, tomorrow, Thursday, September 14th, is Gundam at MAHQ 281. Uh, That's, of course, at twitch.tv slash fighters ready and then also every friday they they've been doing war thunder now they are also sometimes doing armored Core 6 hell yeah so join the fun i uh, i will not be doing that because i don't want to fight other people and learn how bad i am i'm okay
0: but you can get <laughs> but but how do you get better then
1: i don't it's fine you know what i do, how do you i get, get better? better at something else instead how
0: do you get better you got to get better at 6
1: I don't. I don't actually. I no, I have to don't. get better at no. something. You know? But not armored core. It's fine. Fair enough.
0: Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Well. All right. I'm gonna
1: work on becoming a better husband.
0: Six, working. <laughs> Wait, I forget. Did you do your self plug now too? After? No, I didn't. Okay. Yeah, do uh, I got
1: to MHQ comes first. Um, oh, I know. I just. Planning. I just
0: didn't. Yeah. I didn't know if you implemented it into it afterwards that I missed it because I was too distracted by trying to pick on you.
1: Ah, oh, fair enough. Um, you can find me on Twitter at SixDetmar, S-A-X-D-E-T-T-M-A-R. You can find my work at ScanlineMedia.com or Patreon.com slash would really appreciate your support there. Uh, Gundam Murmur looks kind of cool.
0: Gundam Murmur does look cool. I was actually just about to say, hey, by the way, when we when we get off the mic, I was about to link you this. I'm like, hey. Check this out if you haven't seen it. It's pretty cool. Anyway. It's, it's pretty cool. Uh, it's sorry. Pretty cool. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm Dylan. You can find me at Low Poly Robot on Twitter, on Co-Host, on Blue Sky. Uh, again, still not the most active person those places. Work has been picking up, and I've just been like, you know, maybe I don't feel like posting all that often. Uh, I'll, I'll sometimes be, I have been posting sometimes like, oh, here's like a cool picture of like, I, I edited one of my own photos from Armored Core and made it look like, I, I, I edited it and made it look cool, so, you know? Have that or whatever, but yeah, uh, that's it. All right, well, and with that, six.
1: This is, uh, oh no, that's Ronan Marcinus. Oh, that's never mind, that's not as funny. Never mind. Ah, oh, okay, so Ronan Marcinus is trying to call Bright's bluff, and he says. <clears throat> Spare me your bluffs. You have a family, too. Are you sure you want to, dra- you want to drag your children into this? But uh, you have no idea how little <laughs> Brett cares about his uh, family. Yeah,
0: I think that's very funny. <laughs> I, I think that's extremely funny, actually.
1: Uh, uh, but okay, well, since we since we should be doing a Ritty quote, <clears throat> fathers never say enough to their children. The kids always have to fill in the blanks on their own.
0: I, I have a Ritty one. Yeah, why do you suppose the Federation has always been so scared of Xeon and tried to prove it wrong? The bunch of devils who dropped a colony—that was the result, not the cause. The real issue is new types.
1: Oh, I got another one. Oh yeah. Even if I don't have the power to save the world, I'm still a true Gundam Dynasty warrior. <laughs> <laughs> Peace.